All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. We are continuing um, our college football conference preview. Today we have, uh, we're going to kind of mix uh, a couple conferences here. we got the group of five, and then we also have uh, the independents. Um, so, you know, we, we got through our first, you know, power five, first, you know, five conferences there, and we're just going to wrap things up. Um, also, we're going to look at... Uh, our college football uh, playoff predictions, our Heisman predictions, and then our week one game predictions. Um, so, as always, we're going to start with our top five. We got, uh, you know, we're going to start with Sporty today. Sporty, go ahead, break us down, give us your top five overall teams uh, from the group of five, and throw in there the uh, independents as well. All right, uh, my group of five. I'm going to go with. Uh... I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say the teams just to get this rolling here. All right. I'm not gonna ex- explain why I chose. I'm just gonna say them and then move on. Alrighty. Uh, number five, I go with uh, Boise State. Uh, four, UCF. Three, Coastal Carolina. Two, Notre Dame, and one, Cincy. All right. Hadley, go ahead and rip off your 25 real quick. Or, yeah, 25. Top, top, top five. <laughs> well, I don't have 25, uh, but I do have five. Here we go. Number one. We're going one to five this time. Oh, okay. All right. Number one, I'm going to go Notre Dame. Um, I mean, I, I, it's just kind of obvious to me. I feel like Cincinnati's good, but we just uh, – pre-mentioned before the pod here that since he's got a little bit of a bump in their schedule. Um, so I think Notre Dame's the safe pick there at number one. Since he's number two, they're still probably the most talented outside of Notre Dame on this list, even with those road bumps. Number three, go in Liberty just because they have a good pro-style quarterback that I like. Um, number four, I'm going to go UCF. Uh, and number five, I'm going to go Coastal, riding some momentum from last year. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, I was kind of kind of debating, you know, between Cincy and Notre Dame. Uh, you know, Cincy returns a lot of guys. Uh, Notre Dame, you know, you, you lose Ian Book there, so it's going to be tough to obviously replace him. Um, but they do return. Uh, their stud running back, Kyron Williams, who, you know, went for over 1,000 yards last year. Um, and he had 13 TDs on, on the ground still. You know, it was kind of it was tough for me. You know, who was going to take home my number one spot? But you know what, we're going to go. I'm going to go in reverse here. I'm going to throw just a couple other teams out there, just so that way we can kind of give some love for uh, you know all the conferences on here. Um, my top team from the MAC. I'm just going to give it to Buffalo. Year in, year out, they're they're pretty solid. Um, but hey, as Sporty mentioned, we were talking before this. Watch out for Ball State. Um, Ryan's momentum last year off the bowl game against San Jose State. Uh, they got a week two game against Penn State. Obviously, going to be a mismatch, but uh, I think they're going to put up a you know strong fight in, maybe in the first uh, first quarter or two. Uh, so we'll see how Ball State does um, over there in Conference USA. I'm just going to go with UAB. Uh, you know, a lot of people have them projected winning that, so that's why I have them there. Um, honorable mention for my list: Boise and Liberty. Liberty's returning Malik Willis, um, and Boise. You know, they're always tough. It's always tough to play on the blue turf, but Going here at number five, I'm going to go with Central Florida. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's back. They got Gus Miles on it, uh, head coach. So look for Central Florida to, uh, you know, 
be in the top 25 uh, throughout the whole year. Um, number four, I'm going to go with Coastal. Grace McCall's back. Um, he led them last year, and I think they're you know they're going to be back and ready to win the Sun Belt. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with Louisiana. Uh, this was a tough one between you know Louisiana and Coastal for that three-four uh, spot there. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see you know how Louisiana does against Texas here in Week One. So I guess that'll really dictate. Uh, I mean, not. I mean, you know, they're expected to lose to Texas, but at the same time, um, I guess we'll see how good Louisiana really is. Number two, I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Uh, losing Ian Book, you know, was the was the was the uh, key aspect uh, in these rankings for me. Uh, I think it's going to be tough to replace them, but you know, they are still really good, um, and I think they could compete with Cincy in a game. But uh, number one, I'm going to go with Cincy. They got a bunch of people returning. They got Desmond Ritter at quarterback. And, you know, you saw what they did against Georgia. So I think last year was kind of their, you know, dipping their feet in the water. They're kind of showing the committee, hey, we can hang with the big guys. So we'll talk about Cincy later on in the pod here. Um, I have a list of guys I'm just going to go through, but I'll let you guys rattle off a couple guys, if, if any. Um, do you want to break down any uh, any stud players for the year? Hadley, I'll start with you. Yeah. Uh, well, an obvious one to start out here is Malik Willis. Um, from Liberty, probably, I mean, I definitely think that we just experienced a ridiculously generational set of talent with the last QB class, so this one's not going to come quite close, but still a decent quarterback prospect, interested to see what he does. Um, number two, another guy, um, is Kyle Hamilton, uh, safety out of Notre Dame, uh, reminiscent of Harrison Smith. Safety out of Notre Dame as well. Um, we'll see. Um, I'm not, I'm, I haven't watched enough of him to really have any idea, but seeing him going in first rounds of, of mock drafts, um, so we'll see with him. Number three, I mean, God, you knew it. We're going straight to the trenches. We're going with an offensive tackle. His name's Kyle, uh, Trevor, sorry, Trevor Penning <laughs> out of UNI. Um, yeah, we're, we're not really sure about him. Uh, zero tape whatsoever studied by me. Um, but <laughs> I've heard things about him, so uh, hey, hey, Trevor Penning, you're on, the, you're on the watch this year. Maybe maybe in this, uh, I'm going to you know tweet out a little graphic of uh, the conference preview that we give um, here. Maybe I'll just have a little, uh, you know, a little piece of that uh, just be... Um, our, uh, I got, I got to think of a name for it, but it's got to be the highlighted lineman from you know each conference. So, um, oh, I like it. Lo- looks like Trevor is going to get uh, that uh, that award here. Hey, um, look for Penning and UNI to turn some heads this year. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh jeez. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, he's going to be penning them on the ground whenever he's getting pancakes. All right. There we go. There we go. There's a good little transition. Let's go, Trevor. There's some motivation for yeah, you. Exactly. Bring in the juice. Yep. Um, Sporty, go ahead and oh wait, have your was that all the uh, all the guys? You yes, had there? that's okay. all my guys. That's what I thought. All right, uh, Sporty, go ahead, break us down any uh, you know key players you're looking forward to uh, seeing this year. I have about uh, six guys here. I thought he was going to say like sixty, and I was like, all right, <laughs> oh, sixteen. Six. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the quarterback from Kent State. Dustin Crum, uh, pretty good 
stats. He only, he only played four games last year because of because yeah, uh, of COVID stuff. He had uh, 12 touchdown passes and only two picks. He rushed for 240 yards and scored four times. So he's supposed to be the MAC top player for offense. Uh, his name is Dustin Crum. Look out for him, quarterback for Penn State. And uh, another guy, one more guy from the MAC until I go to the next conference. Uh, his name is Troy Harrison. He's a he's a D end from Central Michigan. He's 5'11", 250. Oh, all right. Wow. Sporty's getting real descriptive with these guys. Here we go. 5'11". 5'11". Small man. That's right. His stats were unbelievable in six games last year. Uh, he had 42 tackles, five and a half sacks, and 12 and a half tackles um, for a loss. And that's in six games last year. So keep an eye out on Troy Harrison, a DN for Central Michigan. He is, like I said, 5'11", 250. Jeez. So, all right. Two more here. We got Xavier uh, Valaday. He's a uh, Mount West running back from Wyoming. He averaged uh, 5.56 per carry last year on 99 attempts. He was third in conference in yards with 550, 550 and he scored um, four times. Uh, another one more guy from the Mount West. Carson Strong, quarterback from Nevada. Uh, he passed for 2,858 yards last year, 27 touchdowns, and only four, four picks. Uh, I'd like to see that this guy could be a Heisman candidate, Dylan Gabriel. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about Carson Strong. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I no. thought. It- <laughs> I, no. I was like, geez, oh, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's Dylan Gabriel. He will, if, if his team wins 11 games, watch out. He could be in talks with the Heisman. That guy will care. That guy will either lead his team or put his team in the dumps. Okay. <laughs> I mean in the dumps. Boy, I don't think they're going to be in the dumps, man. It's UCF. <laughs> well, I'm saying in terms of him winning or losing, it's going to be all, all on his shoulders. Winning okay. or losing. All right. In the dumps. In the dumps. <laughs> uh, another guy from uh, the American Athletic Conference, supposed to be the best player for Cincinnati, Ahmad, Ahmad Gardner. He's... Uh, He's high on the draft board for 2022. He's a he's a 6'3 corner quarterback. Jeez, oh man, he's got some. So size. keep an keep an eye out on him. And I got I got one one more guy. Uh, this guy could have talks for the Heisman too, as you mentioned before. Uh, Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina. This guy is legit. In 12 games or 11 or 12 games last year. Sorry, 11 games last year. Uh, he rushed for 569 yards rushing. He passed for 2,488 for a total 
total passing yards, he threw for 3,057. 3, so keep a guy out, keep an eye out on Grayson McCall. This guy is a stud. So those are my guys. Those are your top guys. Wait, Hadley, real quick. Do you say you say that the lineman is he from Northern Illinois or where did you say again? Yeah. North. Okay, Northern Illinois. Okay. Northern, Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa. Oh You're wait, Northern. Okay. Well, tactically, I guess that's FCS, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God! You're right. <laughs> Come on, Hadley. Let's go. I just I just checked Northern Illinois. Uh, depth chart because That's I was like I, was think- I just thought you and I and I was like <laughs> no ta- tactically <laughs> they're, 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 they're NIU that's why I was like wait is he oh Northern my god alright I'm gonna my mistake no you're good I'm gonna I'm gonna ra- I'm gonna rattle off my guys Lord, fellas. Ha- ha- I'm gonna let you find another offensive lineman from the group of five while I give my guys sure. alright okay. um so as Sporty mentioned Ahmad Gardner uh you know one of the top players one of the top players on my board here um, real physical uh, defensive back for Cincy. I uh, look for him to, uh, you know, really, you know, lock down wide receivers this year, and he's going to be a big time, big time, uh, you know, threat for the Cincy defense. Uh, lining up at the D tackle spot, I think it's is it Majai Majai. Uh, I'm just going to say Majai Sanders. Uh, he too is on that uh, Cincinnati Bearcat defense, so look for him to clog up the middle. Um, Sporty mentioned Grace McCall. Obviously had a real solid year last year. It'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, how he plays. I mean, really, we saw Coastal Carolina, you know, when they beat Kansas, so that was big time. So that kind of put them, you know, everybody's, you know, watch list. As soon as they beat Kansas, it was like, boom, Coastal Carolina. And then people seemed to, you know, follow them the rest of the year. And as they climbed up the rankings, you know, um, Grayson McCall led them there. So I think he's going to have another big year. Um, you know, we mentioned Kyle Hamilton there, safety at uh, Notre Dame. Um, obviously going to be, be, be a big-time threat on that defense. Uh, Sporty also mentioned Dylan Gabriel. Um, obviously, Central Florida is just going to, you know, let him sit in the pocket and just, you know, throw fades or just let him sling it deep, uh, as he always does. Um, but, hey, watch out for Gus Malzahn in uh, year one here at Central Florida. It'll be interesting to see how he use, utilizes Gabriel. Another guy, another quarterback. I'm going to rattle off up here a bunch of quarterbacks, I guess. Desmond Ritter from Cincy, we talked about him. Uh, you know, against Georgia, he had a pretty solid game he can beat you you know not only through the air but with his uh with his legs so i think desmond ritter is going to you know lead cincy to uh an american uh championship and then hey watch out you know watch out for cincy um come playoff time they're they're definitely going to be in the hunt another quarterback malik willis from liberty hadley talked about him earlier um i forget where he transferred in from But, you know, last year he had a real solid year uh, for, for Liberty. Um, so I think, you know, he's going to continue to be successful in that system. Um, and I'm really interested to see how he does against uh, – Sporty, watch your phone there. That way the audio doesn't pick up. Um, you know, I'm interested to see how uh, Willis does against, you know, a Power 5 team, you know, uh, in Syracuse. So that will be, that'll be a good test for him. Uh, another quarterback, Levi Lewis from Louisiana. They got Texas week one. Um, so I think, you know, that's going to be a very, you know, important game for Louisiana. And we'll, you know, be able to see, is Louisiana legit? Can they hang with, you know, the Power Five? So interested to see how Levi Lewis does. 
trying to see if there's any other quarterbacks here before I move on. I think that was it. Running back, uh, Sincere McCormick from UTSA. The dude put up some yardage last year. I'm not saying UTSA is going to have a big-time season or anything like that, but watch out for Sincere McCormick week in and week out to put up some big numbers um, You know, for UTSA. Uh, Boise wide receiver Khalil Shakur. Um, he's that you know that number one threat uh, for the Boise State Broncos. They're on offense, um, so I think he's going to lead them in receiving yards and touchdowns. Going back to Louisiana, uh, Chris Smith, their all-purpose guy. Um, I think you know him and Levi Lewis are going to have a pretty solid year. Again, we'll be able to see how can they hang against Texas because you know I think they're going to tear up there down in the Sun Belt, and I think we'll see a matchup with uh, Coastal Carolina in the championship. All right. Last three, and then I'm done. Kyron Williams. This is the dude. If I have to pick somebody for, to win the Heisman from the group of five slash independents, it's going to come down to him or Desmond Ritter. Uh, Kyron Williams rushed for over, like we said, over 1,000 yards last year. He had 13 TDs on the ground. You know, he was real impressive against Clemson. Um, and it just seemed like, you know, game in, game out, he was, you know, running hard and he was breaking the long touchdown runs. So watch out for Kyron Williams. Definitely going to be a big-time uh, threat for this Notre Dame uh, Fighting Irish offense. So I think that's really going to help um, alleviate some of the pressure on uh, Jack Cohn. Two more Fighting Irish guys here. we got tight end Michael Mayer, big-time target. So look for Cohn to you know see some one-on-ones to kind of throw it up to him. Uh, he's a nice tall target. I think he racked up over 400 receiving yards last year. I think he had two touchdowns. And then on the defense side of the ball to close us out here, I'm going to go with Kurt Heinisch. D tackle, you know he's always clogging up the middle there, and I think he's going to get in the backfield. They have some, Notre Dame has, I mean, always they're going to play a tough schedule, but they have some pretty legit opponents this year. So we'll see how uh, how well they do both offensively and defensively. It's going to be real interesting to see how well Jack Cohn, I believe, is the transfer from uh, Wisconsin. It'll be interesting to see yes. how uh, how well he does and how you know he can step up here. All right, Hadley, I tried to buy you some time. Um, have you found our uh, our lineman? All right. <laughs> so, after a little bit of research here, we uh, we found Jarrett Patterson. Wait, hold on. Let me guess here. From Jarrett Patterson. Can you hear the music in the background? Yeah, I was gonna say. I was wondering where that music was coming from. Jarrett Patterson, the center from Notre Dame. From Notre Dame. He's gonna oh. have a hell of a year. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to run out to this song with pride and joy. And he's going to be the winner, the impact player for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I want to see, see you imitate him, please. <laughs> you uh, can't see me do anything. I'm in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got we got our lineman. So that that's always a saving grace here on the pod. Um, <laughs> it was hard to time that, by the way, so... <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we got our top guys here. We already went over uh, some of the top teams. Now we're gonna look at some of the you know top games um, that involve some of the group of five teams and some of these uh, independent teams. Um, Sport, I'll start with you. Do you got any key matchups that you're looking forward to, or you know that are gonna be you know pretty solid football games? I didn't do my research yet. Allie, you're up. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said, do you have any? Uh, do you have any top games that you're looking at uh, that involve either Group of Five or any independent teams? 
Well, I would definitely say that those two that we mentioned with Cincinnati, I can't remember the opponents. Oh, um, Cincy Notre Dame. Yeah. And Cincy and Indiana. Yeah, those those two games for them in particular, if they have any shot, they're going to have to win both. I mean, considering they're, you know, a group of five, they've got to go undefeated to have a shot, which they probably still don't have a shot. Um, so if they lose those two games, they're down, they're like, they're down and out. Um, Notre Dame... I feel like they, they got tough games across the board. Don't they play a lot of the Pac-12? Uh, so they got USC, I know for sure. Yeah. Uh, they, they always play Stanford. Yeah. I'm trying to think if they have anybody else off the top of my head. Let me double check, see if I can pull up their schedule real quick. Um, I was going to say, you know, two games that I have that are on Notre Dame's schedule are Wisconsin, so that's a big-time game. Um, and then North Carolina, that's another huge game. So, I mean, Notre Dame, I yeah. know they're – They've got a tough schedule. They, I, mean, I mean, if certain things fall into place here, you could maybe look at like an eight and four Notre Dame team. Yeah, and I mean, if Notre Dame wants to be good, they got to win those games. Well, not wants to be good, but if they want to go on another playoff run, they need the they need the big uh, the Pac twelve, excuse me, to be very good, and they need to beat up on them. Right. They need to make that that conference look as good as possible because they have a few opponents there. But then, like you said, I mean, you, you play. You play North Carolina. That's a huge game. You have to win that. It's basically must win across the board for them. Right, and I mean, there's there's three games here that are. I, I think they're all definitely. I would take Notre Dame to win here, but they're all on the road. Um, and they're going to be tough games. First week at Florida State, we're going to see. You know, is Florida State? Are they slowly, you know, starting to turn their program around? Um. And I don't know, I'm just excited for this week one matchup. Uh, and then another game, you go, you go to Virginia Tech. That's always Lane Sam's a tough environment to win at. I don't know, you know, I'm not too big on Virginia Tech's team as a whole this year, but, you know, going there is always going to be, you know, it's tough to win there. And then the last game of the season at Stanford, that's, you know, kind of a rivalry game for them. So it, it'll be interesting to see how Notre Dame does both on the road and, um, you know, throughout the rest of the season. I mean, you, they have USC at home, or North Carolina at home, um, since he's at home. So those three games, at, at least in their advantage, are at home. And then Wisconsin's at a neutral site. I believe it's in Chicago. So that'll, that's definitely a tough schedule for them. Um, I'm also looking at uh, some other games here. Buffalo, Coastal Carolina. So two teams that you know I predicted to win their conference. They play September 18th. I think Coastal Carolina beats them, but... You know, I want to see, you know, can Buffalo hang with Coastal Carolina? Um, and that this is Coastal Carolina is basically, this is one of their toughest games. I would, this might be one of, the, you know, this is definitely a top two, if not the toughest game on their schedule in the regular season. Um, I mean, they all, they play Kansas, but I think I would definitely take Coastal Carolina in this situation over Kansas. Like we said, I think Kansas might only get to maybe one win this year. Um, Coastal Carolina also plays App State this year, I believe. But I think, you know, they can definitely knock off uh, App State. Uh, week one matchup, Louisiana-Texas. Again, we've mentioned this. Can Levi Lewis and Chris Smith, can they hang with that Texas defense? You know, are they going to be able to put up points? Um, it'll be interesting to see how Steve Sarkeesian does in his, you know, for, uh, coaching debut with the Longhorns. And then another matchup, week one, UCF and Boise. Again, Dylan Gabriel um, and Gus Malzahn, you know, playing against... Uh, Boise. I mean, it's at Central Florida, which is definitely going to benefit them. 
and I like Central Florida to win that game. I, I think Central Florida is going to put up a bunch of points. It's going to be close early on, but then I think Central Florida might break it open to like a 17-point win. And then I got two more games here. App State, Miami. I'm not saying Miami's going to lose this game, but hey, watch out for App State. You know, they're always they always play the big guys, you know, pretty tough. So, I'm going to see, you know, I think Miami's going to win again. I think they're going to pull away, but I think that was a, you know, interesting matchup uh, from a non-conference standpoint. And then Liberty Syracuse, I talked about this earlier, Malik Willis uh, takes on the Syracuse Orangemen and um I don't know, you know, Syracuse, you know, they're not the best Power 5 team. You know, they're a lower rank, they lower tier out of all Power 5. But it's always nice to see, you know, a top team, you know, from the group of five or independents take on, uh, you know, those those lower tier Power 5 teams. So I think this is going to be a very good matchup, and I believe it's at the Dome this year. So watch out for those games. And then, like Hadley said, Notre Dame-Cincy, I think the winner of that definitely is going to be in contention. Well, actually, I shouldn't say this because I think Notre Dame – I don't think they're going to be in contention for the playoff this year. This is a big game for Cincy. If they win this and Indiana, watch out for them again to be in that playoff hunt. All right, Sport, you got any games for us? Yeah, you already said uh, you already said Coastal Carolina at App State, right? I mentioned it briefly, but not not too much. Yeah, that game that game's going to probably going to be the hardest for Coastal Carolina. That's uh, October twentieth. That's going to make or break their undefeated season. Uh, Boise State, like you said, uh, UCF, it's going to be a tough game for them. And also Oklahoma State. They play Oklahoma State September 18th. Uh, another uh, another team, uh, and this is an independent we haven't mentioned yet, uh, Army. Uh they have a tough game on. Well, they have two tough games here. Uh, they're at Ball State on October second, and then they're at Wisconsin October sixteenth. I didn't realize they played Wisconsin. Geez, and they play Liberty. That's gonna be. Yeah, they play. They play uh, Liberty on November twenty seventh. So I say they. I say they win. One of those two games. I say they go ten and two. Ten and two. Whew. Ten and two or nine and three. That's my prediction for Army this I year. I mean, heck, Army's been they, they've turned their program around. Hey, how can we forget Army Navy? We got to throw that game in there. No matter you know how how the teams do, that's always a good game at the end of the season. There, so watch out for Army Navy. And I got I got one more team. Whenever you're done. All right, just real quick. I'm, I'm just going to take Army preseason. We're going to take Army over Navy. That's that's my pick right there. Go ahead, Sporty. And my last team. The Liberty Flames. Like I said, they got three tough games. They got, uh, like you, like I said, they got Army on uh, November twenty seventh. They got Old Miss, and they got the Raging Cajuns. All in November, November sixth, twentieth, and twenty seventh. Oh, that's a tough. That's a tough stretch right there. T- talk about a uh, tough November. Yeah, that's, that, that's real tough. That's a tough November. Yep. So yeah, definitely a bunch of games to definitely look forward to. Um, I, I'm I'm liking a bunch of different you know out of conference games um, between some of the top tier group of five teams. So it's so it's nice to see those guys you know, and I think it's smart from a scheduling standpoint to to, to schedule the best, so that way they can you know get their respect 
um, throughout the year in the top 25. And then, you know, like we said, UCF kind of set that, you know, Boise State and UCF in years past, they've kind of set that precedence and they've shown that they can knock off the big team, you know, since he did that last year. So, um, I don't know, it's just going to be definitely definitely a fun, fun packed year of uh, games here in college football. All right, now we're going to give our quick uh, Heisman uh, trophy winners, our predictions for that. Just real quick, Sporty, give me one guy, one guy that you think is going to win the Heisman. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, anyway, I'm going to go with the guy from Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler, baby. You heard it here first. You heard it here first from Sporty. You heard it from Sporty. So he changed his mind. Didn't you pick, didn't you pick, uh, I'm not even going to try it a few weeks ago? Who? Who? DJ. Oh, you picked DJ. I, I thought we were all unanimously DJ when we started these parts. We might. I'll have to go back and listen. We we might have been, but hey. We might have been. But hey, Sp- hey, that needs change. That's fine. Hey, but but Sporty, we, we all remember Sporty picked North Carolina over uh, Clemson in the ACC championship. So that could that that could uh, yeah could be uh, could be crucial there. So that makes sense. All right, Hadley, give us your Heisman. Yeah, DJU again. We'll we'll learn his name by the end of the year when he's falling out. But right for now, it's DJU, and I, I think that the schedule's easy, but it's hard enough that they're going to give him credit. And I mean, you're playing for Clemson, so you have an advantage there. So yeah, I I really don't see anyone else winning it this year. I don't know why. Yeah. Usually, it's kind of up in the air, but I don't trust Rattler. I don't trust Howell. I I like DJU. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, Rattler, how it's always, you know, it's gonna dictate, you know, how. I want to make one comment. All right, good, done. good, sport, good. You're good. Hop in. Uh, this is the Hadley's uh, statement. Uh, it was not DJ. It was Sam Howe from North Carolina. Oh, you did say you did say Sam Howe earlier. Okay. Was it okay? All right. All right. Okay. But one of those two guys, Rattler or Howe, will win the Heisman. Mark it down right now. Well, which one? If you have Put to pick one, on that so are you still sticking with Rattler? You going with Howe? Rattler. Rattler, okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, like we said, Rattler, how they're going to be, you know, they're going to be in contention. Uh, and I think, you know, depending on, I mean, obviously Bama's going to, you know, be pretty successful this year. So you might throw, um, you know, Bryce in there. Or you might throw JT Daniels in there with Georgia. Um, and, heck, if Ohio State, you know, if C.J. Stroud plays well, you might throw his name in there. If Desmond Ritter can lead since, you might throw his name in there. So there's a bunch of bunch of what ifs. Obviously, even USC Keaton Slavis or Slavis. Um, so there's a bunch of QBs that are going to be there in contention. But for me personally, I'm going to agree with Hadley. I'm going to go with DJU again. Week one against Georgia. It's going to be a tough game, and I think they knock off North Carolina in that ACC championship. So. Um, I think that he's going to play well enough to, and I think you know Clemson's going to keep winning and winning and winning, and I think DJU is going to secure the Heisman Trophy uh, award this year. Um, but hey, don't don't sleep on you know the rest of these quarterbacks here. There's still a bunch of bunch of good quarterbacks, bunch of talent here. So um, you know you could see Bryce Young, you know skyrocket you know once they start going on a roll here you can see jt daniels you know 
even though they might, I, even though I have them losing to Clemson week one, they win a couple ball games. He's going to start skyrocketing. So there's a bunch of QBs definitely that are, you know, in contention this year. All right. So now we've waited the whole preview. Now we're going to break down our top, or I guess I should say our our uh, CFP um, predictions. Um. So, you know, giving us the four teams, giving us the matchups, giving us the championship, and giving us the champion. If you want to, you can throw in your fifth and sixth teams uh, that are just going to miss the playoffs. Um, but, Hadley, I'm going to start with you. Give us your one through four. Give us your winners. Give us your national championship. And give us your champion. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do the five and six just because... Uh, I, it was tough enough thinking about the order of this right. this four here. Um, but on the other hand, it wasn't tough at all because I think that this is a very college football playoff playoff that I have right here. Uh, it's the names you'd expect. Number one, sadly, going to go with Alabama. I think the talent's there always, and so is the coaching. Uh, just don't see anything changing there. Number two, the team that's in and out and in and out uh, Oklahoma. Uh, it's not that I think they're that good. I just think the Big 12 is that bad. And I think they would substantially have to mess up this year to miss out on the playoffs. Um, number three, I'm going to go with Clemson. Again, uh, another team that's in every single year. Um, don't think it changes this year, especially with the Heisman. I do think they stumble somewhere. I think those first two go undefeated. Um, and I think Clemson loses a game, and that puts them a third. And then number four, I have Georgia. Um, I think Clemson beats Georgia, so I think that's what gives them the edge here in 3-4. Um, but I really think Georgia, just resume-wise, will, will push to that number four spot. I don't even want to think about who will be like that five, six, seven <laughs> example. I, I don't know. But... <laughs> Yeah, it's a boring playoff, and we could talk about how the college football playoff needs to be fixed for three hours, and I would still have more to say. Exactly. So it's it's a great regular season with college football. It's a pathetic postseason, and it needs to change. All right. All right, so we can already cross one team off of Sporty's list to, that's not going to make the playoff, and that's going to be Clemson, I'm assuming, just because they're going to lose the ACC championship. Uh, like Sporty said, in North Carolina, I don't see in that scenario Clemson making it. But here comes Sporty's uh, four teams to make the playoffs. Wait, 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 wait! Before he goes, before he goes. Yes. I forgot I did write a five-six, so I'll add it. All right, go ahead. Number five, Ohio State. Number six, A and M. Number six, A and M. Okay. Okay, that's what I that's what I got. I could be completely wrong. I'd have to look at schedules, but those are just my top six. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. All good. All right, Sporty. All right, my number one pick, go with Oklahoma Sooners. Live and die by Spencer. <laughs> All right. Two, Bryce Young and the Crimson Tide. Three, I hate to say it, but... Uh, Notre Dame. Whoa. Notre Dame. Whoa. Notre Dame. Whoa. 
Notre Dame uh, running back. What's his way? Ka- 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 yeah, Kyron Williams. You're right. Williams and uh, I can't believe he's all in on Notre Dame. Okay. Williams and the quarterback from Wisconsin, Cohen. Cohen, Cohen. Yeah, Jack Cohen. So that guy's pretty uh, good. Big Ten quarterback. I'm sure he'll transition to Notre Dame just just fine. And my last one as my nemesis team, as they always find a way to get in. Even if, you know, the record doesn't show it or whatever, the Ohio State Buckeyes, they find a way every year, or the college football crew always finds a way to put them in the playoffs every year. So I always bank on them being in the playoffs no matter what happens. All right. So, I have Oklahoma beating Notre Dame in the first round, and then wait, 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 wait. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you give your four, wonderful. Hold on, before you give your projections, four. we'll we'll let we'll let Hadley hold on up. Let me let me give my I messed up. Uh, let me hold on. Let me give my top four, and then we'll go game by game here. Okay. All right. Number one, I'm going to go with uh, Bama. I don't really see them losing. Uh, they might. Lose to Georgia, maybe in the SEC championship, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in that pick there with Bama at one, two. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. I think that they're just going to, you know, again, Iowa State's gonna be their toughest game, and for the most part, I think they're gonna put up a lot of points. And I really don't see them having a tough test. I mean, maybe Iowa State twice is gonna be challenging, and then that game against Texas. But besides that, um, the Big Twelve is, eh. So I got Oklahoma at two. Three, I'm going to go with Clemson. Um, I think the fact that they're going to play a lot of, I guess, tougher teams in Oklahoma, but I think their scores might be a little bit closer, so maybe Oklahoma blowing out a Big 12 team. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the committee does it. So, you know, you're going to take an Oklahoma team that wins by four or five touchdowns, or you're going to take, I think this year, Clemson, I think more of their games are going to be, they're still going to win by, you know, Two or three touchdowns. We're not. I don't think they're going to have as many um, games where it's going to be like you know sixty-three to fourteen that that kind of thing. I could see Oklahoma winning a bunch of games by you know four four touchdowns if their defense shows up. So I'm going to go with Clemson there at three. Four. I'm going to go with Ohio State, even though uh, they got it got a new quarterback there. I think they're going to find a way to win the Big Ten and uh, sneak in there at four. Five. I'm going to you know. I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to give it to Georgia. I think they just come up short with two losses. Six, going to go with Cincy. I think Cincy, this is, this is tough. This is tough to say here. I think Cincy will go, I think they're going to go undefeated this year. And I think they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think they're going to have a tough. Obviously, they're going to have a tough game with Notre Dame and Indiana, but I think they're going to maybe have a tough game somewhere else, maybe in that uh, eight, or that American uh, Championship. They might have a close game, and maybe maybe some other team. They might just think it's going to be a cakewalk, and I think it's going to be closer than what they hope it to be. So, but yeah, I'm going to have Cincy there at six, and I, I guess you got to throw got to throw some love to Oregon there. So maybe they'll miss maybe seven or eight, and then you know A and M is going to be in there as well. So. Um, but yeah, pretty much as teams that we expect, they're they're in the college football playoff. All right, Hadley, break us down your one through four and two two through three. 
give us your national championship, and then give us your national champion. All right. Well, it's not straight chalk here. We're going to go Bama beats Georgia, so one beats four, but three beats two. Three beats two. Um, I think Clemson will beat Oklahoma, and I think we're going to have the most coveted national championship um, ever, yet again, Bama versus Clemson. It's almost like this happens every year. Um, but I'm going to have those two matched up, and I think the, the three seed is going to win it all. I think DJU wins the Heisman, he wins the championship, and the Tigers go and win it all. And I think it's very reminiscent of Trevor Lawrence starting out at Clemson, dog and Bama, having that number one overall pick hype two years before he could even come out. I think it's going to be very similar this year. All right. I like the pick there, Hadley. All right, Sporty, break us down uh, one through four and then two through three and give us your national champion. All right, number one, uh, number one Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma. Over over the Buckeyes, I'm assuming, because I think that was your four seed. Oh, no, I'm just I'm putting the teams in order, and, oh, then, I'll, all right. <laughs> and then I'll break it down. <laughs> two, I got Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. Three, I got uh, Notre Dame. And number four, I got Ryan Day in the Buckeyes. So I got Oklahoma beating Ohio State and Bama beating Notre Dame. And then Spencer Rattler, the Heisman winner, winning it all, taking it, taking it all over the Crimson Tide. All right. Hey, guess so what? I got, Oklahoma, I got Oklahoma Sooners winning the 20, 2020, 2022 National Championship and riding on to next year. All right. Well, hey, I, I guess that makes the three of us not picking Bama because I'm, I'm not picking them. I think they beat Ohio State. I think their defense, you know, gives Ohio State's offense some fits. I think Clemson beats Oklahoma. Uh, DJU and Will Shipley and Justin Ross there. On the offensive side of the bar, just way too much for the Oklahoma uh, defense, and I think Clemson's defense has a day against Spencer Rattler. I think that's his, you know, first true test of the year, big time. I mean, obviously we said about the Cyclones defense, but you know they're playing Clemson there. That's going to be a very tough, tough defense to match up. So then I'm going to go with uh, Bama Clemson in the final, and I think I think DJU and the Clemson Tigers get her done, knock off Bama. And uh, Clemson Tigers are your national champions. So, no, no Bama picks, which is... I think we just kind of screwed ourselves, gentlemen. Yeah, I think I, they're going to take think, it all now that we go, Bama's, go against them. Bama's so. going to somehow find a way to win it. Yeah. All right. Last. Well, okay. Does anybody have any sleeper teams to make the playoff just right off the top of their heads? Anybody? Anything? Not really. I mean, it's the it's the college football playoffs, so you, you get what you get, which is SEC teams and conference winners. Sporty, can you see my fingers? Two, yeah. What do you have? Two. Yes. All right, go ahead. Sorry, three. All right, three. Here we go. Try. We'll try effective here. Uh, one. I know this is crazy, but UCF. Whoa. So Dylan not- Gabriel, ride and die by him. So, <laughs> My other one, or sorry, my last two, 
Cincinnati. Luke Fickle has done a phenomenal job. As he, they almost made the playoffs last year. He's done a phenomenal job at Cincinnati so far. So kudos to Luke Fickle being the head coach at Cincy. He's done a great job. Former former assistant and head coach at Ohio State. And the last one, I'm going to go with uh, Chip Kelly and the UCLA Bruins. Whoa, that is a team from... That is like, that's not even that's not it's not even inside the ballpark. That is like miles and miles away from the ballpark. Jeez, Sporty's hopping on. I never. He's hopping. You you must like the visor because he put it back on and they win a ball game and Charbonnet has a good day. Or is that how you say his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet. So Charbonnet has a good game. Chip Kelly's wearing wearing his visor again, and you're back in the Oregon days now, huh? Dude. Dude, they might lose to LSU next week, and Sporty's gonna be saying how they're not even gonna make it to the they're not even gonna make it to the Pac-12 championship now. Holy smokes! Don't, make, a, don't make it to the Pac-12 championship. Uh, if UCL, that would be March Madness esque. Like that, that would be if they made the playoffs. Okay, dude. Sporty, I said yeah, they're be, in talks. I didn't say they're gonna make. It. I said they're yes, but in like talks. like the fact that they're even in talks. If they made it, they would probably make a movie on that. Sporty, if they even make, if they even crack the top ten, it's a miracle. If they crack the top ten, let's see. I gotta come up with. I gotta think of something. Every time I'm gonna pay for your meal. Every time we go out to eat for the for the next year, if they crack the top ten, that's a good deal. <laughs> that's a hell of a deal. I'll give you. I'll pay for every meal, <laughs> and I'll pay for golf if they crack. If they even make the. If they make the college football playoff. Okay, so no, so no top ten. Kevin is well, positive. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to change this. Here we go. Top ten. Yeah. Top ten. Here we top, go. Yeah. Top. I'm going to keep it. What it is? Top ten. If they make the, if they finish top ten in the final CFP rankings, yes. I will pay for your meal and everything else you get. All right. <laughs> I will pay for you every time you go out to eat. All right. That includes any appetizers. Yep. Any main meals, any desserts, any drinks. I'm going to pay for that all for you. If they crack you it. Hey, you heard it now. August 31st, Allie. <laughs> if they finish in the top 10. If they make the playoff, you get all that deal. And I pay for your golf for a whole year. And I'll pay for your indoor golf. <laughs> fellas, fellas. I, I'm, I'm doing the math right here on, uh, on FanDuel. Um... <laughs> So whenever you go to futures bets and make playoff, UCLA is not on there, which means that their odds are too high. Um, like it's almost impossible. National championship, they do have most teams. They're plus twenty thousand. <laughs> so if you put one dollar on UCLA, you'd win two hundred. So Jeez, there you man. go. That is, yeah. Hey, all I all I need is top ten, Hadley. Okay, Sporty's all in with the Bruins, and, top 10. and you know what? My deal is definitely just going to win n- next week after LSU. So huh? I said my 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 deal here might win because they might even lose to LSU this coming up week. You better hope they lose to LSU. Uh, they can lose. They can, they they can, they still have to lose. They still have to beat USC. And they, just green. they still they still have to beat Oregon in the final champ in the Pac-12 championship. So there's there's plenty of games that I'm I'm looking good for. So I could get ten and two. Uh, that's pretty that's pretty generous. All right. That's pretty good for them. I mean, 
he beat up on Todd Graham in Hawaii, and now Sporty's like number one in the nation. So <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out if they're the real deal on Saturday. Right. Um, real quick, sleeper team for me, maybe USC uh, if they can knock off Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Maybe North Carolina if they can run the table and maybe knock off Clemson. And I mean, they're not really a sleeper team for me, but maybe some people don't give them enough credit. Is Cincy? Um, I think they deserve to, you know, if they go undefeated, they, they deserve a shot. It, it's, you know, sneaking in there at four. So I think this would be a great year. Too bad Cincy and Ohio State aren't playing this year because I think Cincinnati personally would beat them this year. So, all right, last little segment here. This is going to be a quick one. I got five games that we're going to pick the straight winner for. And then we have our um, couple games that we're going to pick uh, the spread for. Let me double check to see the format that we did last year for these games just real quick. Um, but I'm going to start off with game one. Game one is a big one. It's obviously Hadley's favorite team. Obviously the rest of the guys' favorite team. Fun fact, Palfinship will be there. Hadley, who wins between Penn State and Wisconsin? Well, this is uh, not a confident pick, but I'm going to go with Penn State. Only uh, they have... You know, a sense of urgency. After last year, I don't think anyone in that or in that whole school organization, whatever you want to call it, yeah. wants to have that kind of season again. I think the pressure's on, um, and I think it's a must to win. So if they don't win that, like I've said, their season can crumble real quick, and I think they know that. So Penn State. So Penn State. Sporty, who are you going with here, uh, you know, in this uh, Nittany Lion-Badger matchup? I say it's going to be a low-scoring game. I say uh, Paul Crist and the Wisconsin Badgers get it done at home on Fox. On Fox. 24-17 Wisconsin Badgers. All right, it's a very low-scoring game. As it will be a long flight home for the Nittany Lions. Back, this, back to Pennsylvania. All right, so I, I, I mean – I was kind of going back and forth here. It's it's basically what what Penn State team is going to show up. Is it going to be you know a team that's ready to go, or are we going to get a team that you know is you know has fits on offense and isn't playing so great on defense? Um, personally, this is what here here I'm going to kind of be even here with the pick. I think Wisconsin's going to get her get her done. I think they're going to win 28-24, and I think Penn State covers the spreads. We'll we'll take the Nittany Lions with the spread, but I think Wisconsin wins the game. Um, next game. Indiana, Iowa, another big time Big Ten matchup week one. Hadley, who you got? Kev, I think you're trying to just kind of read what my picks are for our college football pick. Them, <laughs> because these line up. But as of right now, I like Iowa. I am not high on Michael Penix like a lot of people are. And I think, like we always say, Iowa always plays those really, really close games. Mm hmm. Um, I think week one that matters, and I think they win a close one. Yeah, I, I definitely think this is going to be definitely going to be a good game. Definitely a close one. Uh, you know, you know, Big Ten teams that are ranked, I believe they're definitely top twenty-five. Both teams ranked the top twenty-five. Uh, I think this is a seventeen versus eighteen matchup, if I'm correct. I think you're right. So um, definitely going to be a close one. Sporty, who you like here, Indiana or Iowa? Uh. I like Indiana. Their their quarterback's back, and I think all the receivers are back from last year. Uh, I think they lose. Um, oh, who who's my guy from last year? Um, 
Fry oh, Fogle. No, Fry Fogel's back, but Wap Wap Filer, he's he's gone. But, uh, but, but Fry Fogel you know Fry, Fry Fogel is back. Wait, did they get a transfer from USC or did USC get a transfer from a, a running back? Uh, well, Indiana did. Indiana did. Okay, okay. A uh, running back. I can't think of his name right now. Let me see if I can pull that up for you real quick. He said Indiana running back. Let me see if like I can get. USC. Let me see if I can get it real quick here. Um, let me pull it up. Let's see if there is. All right. Anyway, while I'm looking that up, uh, I'm gonna take. It's kind of going back and forth here with picks and Hadley. <clears throat> I, I made this I made this pick before I heard your pick. My picks are already locked for the week. Um, I'm going to go with. At first, I was thinking Indiana. You know, Michael Penix, um, but it's 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 tough to win at Iowa, and I really like yeah. I really like the Hawkeyes in this game. Definitely close. Definitely a close one. Um, I like the I think the over under is set at 46 and a half. I like the over to hit. Um, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take Iowa in a close one. I'm going to say they win. We're going to go with 27-24 uh, Iowa. So I'm going to take I'm going to take them at home. Um, all right, so transfer. I found, I found it. I already found it. All right, who is it? Who is it? Stephen Carr from USC. Stephen Carr, that name sounds familiar. Okay. All right, so he'll be ready to go for, for Indiana. He's a, red, he's, a red, he's a redshirt senior. He's 6'1", 220. Okay. All right. Um, but you know what? They lost their running back coach to Michigan, Mike Hart. Oh, that's right. So Mike, I don't know. If, that is right. I don't know if that will take a dip on the running game or not. Okay. Mike Hart is back in his roots. All right. All right. That, that's good news for Michigan. Um. All right. Next game. This, but you know, a couple minutes ago, I didn't. I thought we were going to be, you know, all straight picking the same winner here. But after Sporty Spiel, I definitely know who he's picking here. Um. So, Sport, I'm going to start with you. LSU, UCLA, I'm, gu- I'm guaranteeing it's a lock on the Bruins here for you. Hey, that's not even a, not even a question. <laughs> Bruins all the way. <laughs> all right, Hadley, LSU or UCLA? That's, that is a close one after the pounding that UCLA did put this past week zero, but I'm, I'm going to go with LSU. Like I, I, I said this our last pod, I think Coach Edwards brings them back this year and they're not mediocre like they were last year. They're above average. So LSU. LSU. Yep, I like LSU as well. Uh, Derek Stanley Jr. I like him to you know maybe pick off DTR a couple times. To- uh, you know at least once I think on defense. Um, and I think that LSU defense is going to definitely shut down. I mean Zach Charbonnet is going to have you know a bunch of carries. I think he's still going to get his yardage, but uh, he's definitely going up against a much tougher defense there with LSU. So I like LSU uh, to win. We're going to go thirty-one twenty. Next game we talked about this earlier. Louisiana Texas. Um, you know, I think Louisiana's, you know, got the higher rank on Texas this year. But, uh, Hadley, who you got winning here? Um, you know, it would be the most Texas thing ever to say that people, that, you know, they're going to have a good year and then they lose to Louisiana out the gate. Um, I know the, I know the ranking's close. I want to say it's like, what, 20 and 23 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's something like that, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Texas. I just think that they're the better team. I'm not. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be probably a 10-point 10, 10 game, but give me Texas in that one. All right. Yep. Sporty, who are you going with, Louisiana or Texas? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, Texas. But I, I do think uh, Texas will win, but Louisiana will, will cover spread. So I have Texas winning 31-24. 31-24. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a straight sweep here. I like Texas. 
Um, I like Texas to win here. I'm going to say uh, definitely going to be a high-scoring one. I'm going to say uh, 42-31. Um, I think I think that's gonna, there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Where's the defense? At? There, there wasn't. I don't think there was defense last year when they played each other. Um, Texas doesn't play any defense. Exactly, and I, I mean I think Texas, even though they don't have Sam Ellinger, um, I do think they're going to put up some points, and I think it. You know, I'm going to stick. On I'm going to stick with it. Thirty or forty-two, thirty-one. So I like the uh, like the Texas Longhorns win. Oh, I'm, I apologize. Last year I forgot Iowa State played uh, or Louisiana played Iowa State last year and beat them 31-14. That's who it was. I knew they played somebody in the Big 12, but I didn't realize it wasn't Texas. But I do think this is going to be high scoring, so I, I like it 42-31. All right, final game game of the week. Um, definitely with playoff you know, implications already in week one here. Clemson, Georgia, Sporty, who you like here? Uh, let me think about this. Hold on. All right, going to Hadley. Hadley, who do you like? Clemson, and I'm going to go by by ten. I, I think I think it is going to be a really close game, but I like Clemson. All right, I'm going to go with Clemson as well. Uh, I think they win this game. I think they win this game, thirty-four to twenty. I think they score a late touchdown. Uh, I think they stop Georgia late in the game. It's going to be twenty-seven twenty. I think Clemson makes a you know big time stop, and then they kind of get a, a garbage touchdown there at the end. Um. So yeah, I do like Clemson to win thirty-four to twenty. Sport, you got a pick for us? Yes, I do. All right. As Lee Corso says, "Not so fast, my friends." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Georgia Bulldogs. What's What's your score? Twenty-six to twenty-three. Twenty-six twenty-three. Field goals galore, man. All right. <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs in a, in a close one. All right, last three. We got some spreads here. Alabama's favored nineteen and a half against Miami. Hadley, who do you like here? Taking Bama. Taking Bama. Sporty, who are you going with? It's the first game of season. Uh, you know what? I think Bama will win, but I don't, I don't think they're, they're going to cover the spread. I think they'll win thirty-four seventeen. Thirty-four seventeen. So they do not cover the spread. Um, I'm going to say Bama just gets by and covers the spread. I like them to win 38 to 17. I think Miami scores a, you know, I think it's, you know, 38, 10, and then maybe Miami scores a late touchdown. I think definitely Bama's going to, you know, have, I think they're going to have success neutralizing, uh, Derek King. Um, I think they're going to make him not that he's, I mean, he's a real good, you know, thrower, but I think they're going to make him one dimensional and not let him run. So that, that's going to be big for the Crimson Tide. All right. Old Miss. Louisville, Ole Miss is favored. Uh, we'll, we'll bump that up to. Uh, we'll make this nine and a half here because it was. I think it was ten, but we'll make, we'll make it. Uh, no, you know what? We're gonna put it straight at ten. It's all right if we tie. If that's all right, we're not gonna make a push or anything. So Ole Miss minus ten against Louisville. Who do we like here, fellas? Say that again. You cut out. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ole Miss minus ten against Louisville. Whew. Um. You know what? Give me, give me a push. Give me a push. I think I think Ole Miss wins ten. All right. Okay. Bad beat. Bad beat. <laughs> um, I can't pick there. I can't. That's, that's what Louisville shows up. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Sporty, who are you going with? Uh, I'll go with uh, Corral with the Old Miss Rebels. I like the pick, fellas. I'm going to go Old Miss as well, even though Malik. I say they win. Uh, what's the spread you say? Uh, 10 points. I say they win 37 24. 37 24. Matt Corral will have a Heisman Day. He'll throw for 300 yards. All right. Yeah, I do like the pick there with the Rebels, even though Malik Cunningham is back. Uh, with the Louisville Cardinals, I do think Ole Miss gets it done. I like them to win thirty-one to seventeen. All right, final one. This one's kind of this one's kind of tricky. Florida Gators against Florida Atlantic. All right, Florida Atlantic starting quarterback uh, is uh, Nikosi Perry from Miami. Gators are favored twenty-three and a half. Who wins this game? Or I guess no. I think you know. I think we, I think we all think the Gators are going to win. Who covers this game? <laughs> Um, I'm going to go Florida. I'm going to say they win by 28. Two. Sporty? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, where's, where's the game at? I believe it's at the Swamp, if I had to guess. I'll get, let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Let me pull it up real quick here. Um, that game is, I just had the page. Okay, yep, it's 730. Is it at the Swamp? Uh, in the swamp. That's what I thought. It's swampy Saturday night in the swamp. So who you going with? <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, you know what? This is going to be awkward. I'm going to go with Florida Atlantic, all right? First, they're going to, Florida's going to have jitters. First game coming out of the box. All right. Hey, that's not, that's not, a, that's not a bad pick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Florida Atlantic, too. I think, uh, what's the line you say? 23 and a half. I say Florida wins uh, 45-24. to 45-24, okay. Yeah, I'm right with you there. I think Florida wins by three touchdowns, but I don't think they get the 24-point uh, win there. So I'm going to go Florida Atlantic, too. Um, definitely going to be – I think that's going to be an interesting game. I mean, obviously Florida's going to win, but I think that's going to be one that we're going to be watching for spread-wise. So that was uh, – a little bit of a longer pod, but we were able to get our finish our college football preview. Now we got all the conferences uh, completed, and we have our week one predictions, and we have our season predictions for you as well. Our next pod will uh, will be breaking that, that. Those will be the uh, the NFL previews. We're going to start with uh, in order. We're going to go with the West, then the North, the South. And we're going to finish with the East, and then we're also going to have a fantasy football pod. Uh, you know, later on next week. So. Uh, next pod, we'll send it with our NFL uh, divisional uh, previews. Fellas, any last words before uh, we we sign off here? College football, baby. Same old playoff. Here we go. <laughs> Sporty, any final remarks? Yeah, wait, baby. Three, or three and a half more days. Three and a half more days. Yep. All right, we already started. Week zero. Yeah, week zero, Sporty. <laughs> I'm ready. Hey, actually, one more word. Yeah. What are you excited for? Maction. Mac. Oh yeah, Maction. Maction, baby. It's getting closer to some action. Um You ever heard of Maction? What do you mean by Maction? Heck yeah, we've heard of Maction. Sport, you've heard of Maction. It's Mac Mac football on uh earlier on in the week on Mac. Yeah, the Mac conference. It's every week. They call it Maxon. Maxon, baby. Wednesday or Thursday, it's every week. Yeah, exactly. So or sometimes Tuesdays. Hey, all yeah, I got... they call it Tuesday night Maxon. Yep. Wait, is there a game on right now? No, 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 <laughs> no, not not yet. Maxon Maxon doesn't take place for another <laughs> couple weeks here, Sporty. 
right. But there, but there are games on Thursday and Friday. So, um, all I gotta say is lock the gates. All right. Final Uh-oh. words. Chalk talk out. <laughs>